Welcome to today's episode of Mindset Makeover Mondays. Today I'll be briefing us on the topic Beyond the Church Walls. I pray that the eyes of our understanding will be enlightened this day. Amen. Hey guys, I'm so excited to have us back on another episode. So today we'll be considering Beyond the Church Walls. Beyond the Church Walls. So um, before we commence, let's just take a word of prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, we thank you for today. Thank you for yet another Monday. Even as we look into your word, we pray and we ask that you open the eyes of our understanding. For it's in Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. Amen. So um, I'll, I'll be talking about the church in the context of the building as we all know it to be. Yeah. So yeah, church is good. Church is good. Fellowship is very good. In fact, it's it's the bedrock of this Christian journey. It, it's the place where we are built up spiritually, where we are discipled to be who we should be. And, and, and yes, that's why he gave some to be apostles, prophets, teachers, pastors, evangelists, for the perfecting of the saints and for the work of ministry the edifying of the body of Christ so that we may all come to the knowledge of the Son of God so that we may all mature in Christ and so that we will no longer be tossed to and fro like children but so that we will stand and we will speak the truth so but the problem now is that <laughs> we, we, we have come to the point where we are just trying to make it to heaven yes a lot of us are trying to escape to heaven and that's what we feel we are here for oh wait you thought you were being equipped for yourself abby <laughs> you, you you thought we are just attending church to hear god's word and fellowship with other believers and that's it he thought we are just trying to make it to heaven hey hey no ma no sir we're not just trying to make it to heaven we have been equipped to go beyond the church walls. So the aim is not just to make it to heaven. Yes, the first step is true salvation. But, but there's kingdom. There's kingdom. So, it, so that's not the plan. That is the gate. But that is not the real deal. It is until the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God. Yes, so that, 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 that's exactly why we are here. Until the kingdoms of this world become the kingdoms of our God and his Christ. So there's such a thing that is called beyond the church walls, right? And um, yes, it starts in the church, but the world is out there beyond the church walls. And it's a place we must go to as the Lord bids us to conquer whatever sphere he has actually called us to. And that's why we are his witnesses, not just to Jerusalem or to Judea, to Samaria and to the ends of the earth. So, so, so there's this criteria for one that must go beyond the church walls. And I'll tell you about it shortly. Just three things that um, God laid in my heart to share with us this morning. And uh, I think the first is um, the anointing. Um, the second is the culture. And the third is the preparedness. So I'll just take them one by one. Yeah. So um, speaking first about the anointing. You know, Jesus was speaking in Luke um, with his disciples, he was saying to them that I will send you the Holy Spirit um, just as my father promised, 
but you must tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power from on high. Right? He says in Acts that um, you will receive power when the Holy Ghost comes upon you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem, in Judea, in Samaria, and to the ends of the earth. So he says, tarry ye first. Tarry ye first. The Holy Ghost will then endure you with power and then you, now, you can now become my witnesses till the ends of the earth. So three things, guys carry power witnesses so this is like a linear flow chart so there must be a tiring for an empowerment and there must be an empowerment for a witnessing yeah so if you must be one that must go beyond the church walls to whatever whatsoever sphere god has called you to you must you must first stay he said, and he appointed twelve that they may first be with him, and then that he may send them forth to preach. So you must stay with him and learn of him before he sends you forth. And when you stay, the result of that staying is an empowerment for witnessing. In that when you step out into that mountain, you're going out with all the power and authority that's needed for you to conquer. You know, you know, John speaks of himself as one that baptizes with water. But Jesus, who is to come, of, of course he has come already, more powerful than he is, will baptize with the Holy Ghost and fire. So here's our main guy. Our main guy here is the Holy Spirit. He's the one within us. He's the one to empower us. But we must first stay. We must first stay with him. We must know him first. That's the principle, guys. So when the disciples were tiring, waiting for the empowerment of the Holy Spirit, what, what do you think they were doing? Did you think they were playing? No, they were not. Do you think they were trying to do heavenly race? Yes, um, <laughs> you get what I mean. Well, they were praying and they were giving themselves to study of the word. They were converting their potential energy to kinetic energy. So this is what we must do, guys. We must stay. For that energy to be translated to power, we must stay. And he must be the one that sends it, sends us forth after we have stayed with him. So, so I, I hope we get the gist now about the anointing. We must be anointed to go beyond the church walls. We must be empowered to go beyond the church walls. There's an anointing for each and every one of us, depending on where God is sending us to. And for us to be empowered, we must stay with him. We must stay with him. And then, um, okay, let's move on to the second point, which is um, the culture. So this culture... Um, speaks about the character of righteousness the character of righteousness Matthew 5 says that ye are the light of the world a city set on a hill that cannot be hid nor will men light a lamp and put it under a bushel but they'll put it on a stand and it will give light to all that are in the house so let your light so shine before men that they will see your good works and glorify your father in heaven so the culture and character of righteousness well we're taught in high school then that culture is a way of life of the people and all of that I, I agree with them I, I totally agree with them and so when you hear house <laughs> when you hear house um, from a person's intonation you, you know where that person is coming from there's no doubt that that person is most likely 
a Yoruba person. And so when you see male figures lying down flat to greet their elders, the first thing that will come to your mind is that, no, this has to be a Yoruba man. Sorry I'm using Yoruba people this morning. But there's just a certain way and manner in which we emanate a certain culture. But which culture would you be identified by? Will it be so differentiating that it will make you stand out? What is your way of life in this world? What culture can you be identified by when you step out? When you go beyond the church walls, what can people say about you? You know, Matthew 5 says, Let your light so shine before men that they will see, that they will see. What are men seeing about you? Can they see you or hear you and say that truly, this one is not one of us so can you say that truly this one comments from another place? Surely he's not from amongst us. Can they see the culture of righteousness in you? Can they hear the culture of righteousness? Can they feel the culture of righteousness? Can they smell the culture of righteousness? Now, this is a call to be true representatives of this kingdom, that we carry this way of life, which is righteousness, everywhere that we go. You know, many of us are afraid. We are, we, are, we, are, we are masking ourselves when we step out because we are afraid of what people will say. We are afraid of how people will treat us. But we must stand for the truth. If we will truly be representative, we must stand for the truth. We must be true representatives in character and in deeds. In that when men see us, they are not thinking twice about where we are coming from. It's evident. They can say that, yes, this one is not from amongst us. There's a difference. Hallelujah. Praise God. All right. So um that that's it about that's that's it about the culture. So I guess we'll just move on to the last point, which is the preparedness. The preparedness. You know, if if, if you must be one that will be sent beyond the church walls, you must be prepared. You must be prepared. As in fashion the empowerment that the Holy Spirit has given you, but you must prepare yourself. You know, there's usually this prayer I, I used to pray, Father, please prepare me for what you have prepared for me, and all of that, and all of that. Uh, and that's me trying to say that he should give, he, he should help me give myself to whatever process that he wants me to, to, to that he wants to take me through. So, so, but this does not negate the fact that we have a role to play, a huge role at that, in fact. You know, one of my mentors always um, reminds us of the fact that a lot of us believers are very much prepared for battle in the spiritual realm. Yeah, we pray, we fast, uh-huh, uh-huh, but we don't do what we need to do. We really don't do what we need to do. We build up our spirits, but we don't educate our minds. We don't upgrade our minds. We are waiting for God to pour it upon us, right? That's what we're waiting for. We're not getting sets to take over the mountains mentally and physically, right? We want everything to be handed down to us on a platter, but, but that's not true, right? It can't work that way. You must work and you must pay, pay, the, pay the price of, for, for relevance. You know, you are called to the mountain of business. But what do you know about business? What books have you read about business? Who are your mentors in the field of business? Who are the top five in the field of business? What are the current happenings in the world of business? What change do you intend to bring to the mountain of business? How do you intend to represent God in the field of business? Well, I'm hammering on the business people today, but I, you get what I'm trying to say. I'm getting at everyone, but I can go on and on. 
but um, my point is that and I'm not just talking to you I'm talking to me as well but my point is that um, we must prepare we must prepare for for, 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 for for what is ahead of us you know it was during one of my learning sessions with my life coach that I realized how unprepared I was for what God had shown me and how lax I was about this preparation phase. You know, I had many visions all laid out, the vision God had given me and all of that. Um, a lot of us, we know what God has said, we have written it out, we are praying, we are fasting about it. But what else are we doing about it? Is that all there is going to be? What are we doing consciously, consistently, and diligently to get us to that place? So what are we doing every day to grow and build us, you know? Um, to tell you the truth, the price of relevance is very costly. I will lie to you if I say it is not. It will cost you your time. It will cost you your resources. You must pay for it. You must pay for it. You know, I was once there where um, I will never pay for anything. I will never pay for a cost to build myself. I just wanted free things. So I would always go for the free courses. I knew that this was something I really wanted. But I just wanted it to be free. But now I know better, right? Um, I always say that if my father knows what I spent all my pocket money on, he'll probably not give me money again. He will not give me money again, no. If he knows what I spend my money on. But you know why I'm not concerned? Because I know what I'm doing. As long as I'm building and growing, and I, I won't mind spending all the money I have in building myself, in developing myself to become the best version of who God wants me to be. You know, the problem is not money, I tell you. There's the, the problem is not money. Where there's a will, there is a way, I tell you. Where there's a will, there's a way. So you have to be willing to pay the, pay the price of relevance. It will cost you, but in the end, it is very much worth it. So it may look like foolishness to your colleagues, but in a matter of time, they'll realize that you're very different from them because there has been an upgrade. There has been an upgrade. So I want to encourage you to keep at it. Don't give up. It will not happen in one day. The more you give yourself to it, the better you become. So guys, in summary, if you must be one that will go beyond the church walls, you must stay with God. You must first stay with God. And then he will empower you. He will send you forth. And as a representative of this kingdom, you must carry on the culture of righteousness wherever you go. You must also play your part in the place of preparation as the Lord leads you and helps you. So I hope you got the message for today. All right. Amen. I pray that the Lord will truly open our eyes to see the depth of what he's trying to pass across to us as being ones that will go beyond the church walls. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's episode of Mindset Makeover Mondays. Do subscribe to this podcast and share with your family and friends. You can follow me on Instagram at Wara Thompson to leave your questions and reviews and for more updates. See you next week Monday. Thank you.